Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Tired Mummy Podcast, a safe platform where we can openly discuss the highs and lows of parenthood, judgment-free. Join me in authentic conversations with mums and dads from across the globe. Let's help each other feel less alone, let's grow and feel better in our parenting skin together. Come join our tribe while we get into some real talk. And don't forget, bring your coffee. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tired Mummy podcast. I'm your host, Alice Lanesbury. Thank you so much for being here. Today is a short and sweet little episode about five things I've learned in parenthood so far. Now, keep in mind, I am not an expert. I'm only 26 months into being a parent, but I thought it's important to share, right? It's important to share our stories and what we've learned. So I thought I would do a quick little potty episode on what I have personally learned so far. This episode is brought to you by MitoLife. I have been using MitoLife for well over a year now and their supplements have been a game changer in my life, especially in my first year of motherhood. If you've listened to my episode about how I keep my toddler's immune system strong, you would have heard me mention their Shilajit product. Shilajit is a complete trace mineral containing more than 85 carbon bonded organic minerals that are easily absorbed by the body. It's also a super rich source of fulvic acid, a compound which increases delivery of the minerals into the cell. It's a whole food supplement that brings mineral balance to the whole body in a natural way. And of course, I also take it myself. Uh, If I was stuck on an island and I was only allowed two supplements, it would be shilajit and magnesium for sure. I honestly believe that Shilajit is one of the supplements that has kept me going through these last few years of sleep deprivation. 
They have a ton of other amazing products as well that I use, like their vitamin E and their beef liver. I really feel like the vitamin E helps me with my skin. It's really good for a ton of other reasons, but visibly I can see my skin improving. And the beef liver, I think everyone knows how amazing beef liver is. It's the most nutrient dense thing in the world. And having it in a tablet form is just awesome because then you don't have to taste the gross liver. <laughs> Mito Life have given me an amazing discount for my listeners. Just use the code TIREDMUM15 at the checkout and you will get 15% off. So I will chuck the link in the show notes for you or you can just head to mitolife.co. That's M-I-T-O-L-I-F-E.co. All right, you guys, let's jump straight into the five things I've learned in parenthood so far. Look, I'm not going to lie, there's probably more than five things, but five things I've chosen today to keep this short and sweet. Um, first things first, number one, you can't get out of the woods until you admit you're lost. Look, if you need help, please seek it before you crumble. I, I have lost count of how many times I have crumbled, had a mental breakdown because I am that person that doesn't want to be a burden. I want to try and do everything myself. If you need more sleep, ask your partner or someone, if someone come and help you with overnight wakings. If you need a break, you need to ask. I know how hard this can be and I sound so blase about it now because I'm through the other side, not through forever, just through today. Um, you know, it was only a couple of days ago where I really hit rock bottom and got myself into such a bad headspace to a point where I couldn't control my emotions. And that was because I didn't ask for help. Like sometimes I get into this rhythm where I just think that people can read my mind and know that I need help with certain things. But yeah, it's definitely something that I'm working on. And, you know, I know there's a lot of shame that comes with asking for help too, um, You know, I'll be completely honest with you that other day when I was not having a great day, I was like, I need some help. Like I need to get some like psychological help. So I put my name down for a wait list for a psychologist and even just filling out the form, I felt so much shame. Like I could barely fill it out. Like I was shaking. I was crying. Like I just, I could barely spell my name out and my email out like I just I felt so much shame in that moment and you know if I was talking a friend through that situation I would want them to know that it's completely not shameful and that you're actually strong for asking for help and that you're amazing for asking for help because that's what you need and that's what's going to help you in those darker moments when they happen or it's actually going to help you um you see your triggers before you get to that. Um, But I know a lot of you know that when you become a mum, it opens up so many wounds from childhood. And that's what I'm really struggling with at the moment. I find myself reflecting a lot on things and there's some work that needs to be done that I need to do more work with my inner child. So if you're in the same boat and you find yourself just getting so overwhelmed with your emotions and breaking because you're not getting help with certain things, please ask for help. I'll put some links in the show notes. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to 
reiterate that I do know how hard it is to ask for help because I am that person that wants to try and do everything myself. And that is one of the biggest lessons I've learned in parenthood. I simply cannot. I am not a superhero. I cannot do everything myself and neither can you. Number two would have to be perfection does not exist. I'm that person that's always chasing perfection um, and it's definitely a negative sometimes. Um, like, yeah, it's good to want things to be perfect, but it's just unrealistic. Um, I am slowly but surely learning to soften my expectations on myself and others um, to achieve this perfect thing that doesn't exist. Like, for example, perfect diet, perfect sleep, perfect clean house. I'm sure you're feeling what I'm putting down. Um, it's just too much to attain. You know, we have to lower expectations, find a middle ground that we can be happy with. Like, you know, maybe your meals for the week are on point, but you're behind in the washing. That's okay. Stop burning yourself out to attain something that literally does not exist. And I know it's easier said than done. Again, it's something I'm working on too, but it's something that I've learned. Like perfection is just unattainable. You know, when I'm in those weeks where I feel like I'm nailing everything and it feels really good and we're in a rhythm, I try to hold on to that feeling and remember that I'm nailing it in this moment. And when it, the shit hits the fan and I feel like I can't breathe, it's actually best to just slow down and let the fuck go. Again, easier said than done, but I'm getting better at it and it's something we can all work on. Lean into the acceptance that this week isn't your week and you can start again tomorrow or the next day or next week, but we just need to reset and reset our minds and again, reset our expectations. Like the list that you have on your plate right now, is it realistic or do you need to spread it out or take things off or give some away? Another thing that I've learned, number three on my list is parenting is learned i talk about this in one of my episodes with alita blanchard Um, we talk about if we can break all of the cycles and one of the things we talk about is that parenting is learned we can try to prepare for parenting in pregnancy but most parenting is learned because the reality is you do not know what you're doing until you're doing it your child is unique to you to them their personality is different and You know, you only know parenting from how you were parented. That's actually the only skills you have. Anything else you have to learn. Uh, And maybe if you're like me, you want to parent completely different to how you were parented. So therefore, you're literally starting from the beginning. And I'm learning something new every day. And I used to feel guilt and shame about certain things that I'd learnt. um, And I thought that I'd learnt them too late. But it's never too late. It's never too late to change your mind on how you want to parent. We will always be learning and growing as parents. I have no idea how to parent a two and a half year old, but in a couple of months, I'm going to learn how, and I'm going to learn how to parent my two and a half year old. How I parent my two and a half year old is going to be different to someone else's two and a half year old. And you know, soon after that, he's going to be three and I'm going to have to learn how to parent a three year old. You know, it's the nature of the beast and... The quicker I learn to lean in and accept whatever situation, accept life as it is in that moment, 
and give myself lots of self-compassion, which is something, again, I'm still learning. So many things I'm still learning to do. Um, The easier it is for me, life is honestly easier when I just accept it. And sometimes it builds up to this big, you know, thing until I just go, fuck it. And then I accept it. And then life gets really good. Um, But sometimes, yeah, that's not always the case, is it? It's it's something that we have to learn it's an art literally um and you know sometimes I get caught up in the shame cycle of am I doing this right am I feeding him right you know am I parenting right and at the end of the day there really is no right it's just what feels good for you um and your child like your intuition like what feels good in your soul we can only do our best with what we know. And if we what we know changes, that's okay. Then we do the best with that. I always aim to be the best version of myself, but I know that there's no end point and that there'll always be growth until I die. Um, and I think that, pa- that takes the pressure off, just reminding myself that there is no end point and that parenting is learned. I'm not born with it. It's learned. Number four is setting boundaries and holy shit I find this so hard I was literally never taught how to set a boundary and I haven't set boundaries pretty much my whole life which is really bad and it's only something that's become that that's come into my attention since becoming a parent and it's extremely important and I'm still learning um, not only boundaries in relationships but also with my son um I was that parent that had to be the entertainment for my kid all day, every day. And it was just unrealistic and exhausting. And I've been trying to implement independent play, um, which I'm sure you all know is hard and you have to set boundaries in order to make it happen. Um, Sometimes it works really well and sometimes it doesn't. Um, You know, if I don't want to play in that moment, he's asking me to, or I've got work to do, then I have to set those boundaries and I have to listen to how he feels about that. And most of the time he's not very happy about it. Um, and listening and to his feelings is a whole other topic. Um, I also have an episode on that. I'll put the link in the show notes, but you know, that's something I'm also learning. I feel like I'm just saying I'm also learning. I'm also learning this whole episode, but you know, life, life is just a whole heap of learning. Um, I lost my train of thought. But anyway, I actually find that learning to set boundaries makes life a lot easier because your children get used to it and they know that when you're being serious and when you're setting a boundary and if you keep doing it, they come to learn that, okay, like I'm just not even going to bother pushing back because mum set a boundary and you know, that's this for situation right now. And it's the same with, um, night weaning. So we night weaned a couple of months ago and I will not offer boob until it's like three thirty, four in the morning. You know, if he wakes up before then he can have a cuddle, he can have a snack, he can have a drink, but no boob. And the reason I set that boundary is because if I offer boob way earlier than that, I know I'm going to be giving it to him every sleep cycle, which is like every 45 minutes. And I am just having to look after me now. Like I need more sleep. So that is my boundary. No boob before 4am. <laughs> and you know, it's been really hard because sometimes you feel bad about setting boundaries, especially if you've come from 
a childhood and an upbringing where you weren't taught how to, so you've never used them. So it can feel really uncomfortable using them. Number five, my last point, and that is our children are a gift. And you probably already know this, but our children have the ability to thrust us into the present moment. And it really is a gift. Frustrating sometimes, but a gift. I myself struggle to say present, you know, not to not live in the past, which is depression, and to not live in the future, which is anxiety. And our children are always in the present moment because they haven't been conditioned like we are yet. And I really hope I can help my son stay as present and possible for as long as possible because it really is where the magic is. Really, nothing matters except this moment right now, right here. And so whenever I can, especially when I'm one-on-one with my son, and don't get me wrong, I'm not (laughs) present with him all the time. It's just not realistic. But I am taking a conscious effort to do it more. When I'm with him, I try and smell his smell. It's still my most favorite smell. I still think he smells delicious. And I try to watch his essence when he plays. Like, it's so amazing watching him play by himself. I try to watch his hair in the sun. And I try to look deep, deep into his big blue eyes. And for that particular moment in time when I'm doing that, it will never be repeated again. I love watching my son play. I love watching him in the moment live in the now it's seriously such a beautiful gift and i hope he never loses it thank you so much for listening to my little episode today uh thank you for all your support i am truly grateful for every single listen if this is your first time here welcome uh you can come follow me on the Tide mummy podcast on instagram or you can send me a message from my website, which is thetiredmummy.com. But yeah, I just wanted to express my gratitude for all the support and all the listens. And I really can't wait to bring you more awesome episodes with Epic Humans. Until next time, this Tired Mummy is signing out. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.